Hey everybody, welcome to West New York Brews. My name is Scott. I'm a home brewer just outside of Buffalo, New York. And on this episode, we're talking to Will Cleveland about the Rochester beer scene, and he lays it all out for us. And right now, while I am recording this, I am filling a keg of a homebrewed uh, scotch ale. So we're coming up on the new year, and I'm curious what your New Year's resolutions are, especially if they're brewing or homebrewing related. So let us know on Twitter. You can always find us at WNYBrews on Twitter. On this episode, we also have the Buffalo Beer League featuring uh, Jesse and Mark on this episode. And we are going to have a bunch of of episodes with the Buffalo Beer League coming out in 2021. So one of my resolutions is to make sure that I get quicker on the editing and the publishing on these and to see if we can't get one at least every two weeks out. Uh, also, I want to up the output on the YouTube channel. If you've never seen it, it's youtube.com forward slash WNYBrews. I've got a video right now uh, that I'm editing about the SS Brewtech brew bucket, and that is the vessel that I am currently draining into my Pinlock keg. So, thank you for listening. We are a member of the Hopped Up Network, which is a podcast network of regional independent beer podcasts. So no matter where you are in the country, you can hear a podcast about the beer from that area. Um... There's a couple of Buffalo podcasts on there, so please check them out, hoppedupnetwork.com. So thank you, and I will see you at the end of this interview with Mr. Will Cleveland. Yeah, wow. Now we're really like, now we we're really are talking. officially recording at 8 We're really talking. Oh, Will Cleveland. All right. <laughs> we do like, 13. What, uh, what, what's it? What, Will, what are you drinking? I am drinking this dry hop farmhouse ale from Fifth Frame. Mm. Came out in September. So it's a Citra dry hop farmhouse ale called uh, This is Only Temporary. Um, one of my favorite labels. It's a. Uh, mm. Tony Walker, who does a lot of labels for some breweries in this area, including Fifth Frame, uh, probably one of my favorite labels. I actually just ordered a print from him, so I'm going to have a print of this label. I'm pretty excited about that. Hmm. Um, but it's just uh, – it's nice to drink like a clean farmhouse ale. They don't really exist, you know, like a, a yeast-driven beer. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough thing. And this, and this came out in September, and it's just still drinking like a dream. Uh, hmm. I'm a big fan. I think this is my third four-pack of the beer. So, hmm. yeah, but, you know, basically a Belgian IPA if you want to get technical and weird. Yeah. But, so. What are you guys enjoying? I've heard a lot of good things about Fifth Frame, mostly for Mark. Oh, I yeah, think mostly. Out. Well, mostly through Will. Yeah, I have. I think, yeah, I, think I, I usually get Becca and Mark yeah, a little addicted to Fifth Frame. I still, I yeah, I I I can't. Yeah, we went down there. Yeah, you know, maybe we talked about this one time. Like, Will, you gave us some stuff, and we went down there once. Beck and I, and then we, we, we did the, the beer bus down there. Like their, their stuff is, I think it's just on, it's like unbelievable. Like everything they're doing is like really great. And it's kind of like kind of under the radar, maybe because like they're not 
you know, distributing stuff, but yeah. Aren't they so, mail it? Dude, don't they uh, mail out? They're doing ma- yeah, they're doing, yeah, they're doing mail. Oh, they might, yeah, mail. they might be shipping now. Yeah. Mail orders now. Yeah. In the last few weeks, I think they announced that. Yeah. But yeah, I think they do everything like pretty consistently well. Like I, yeah. I've really been impressed. IPAs, sours, like they do the crazy hyperfruited stuff, but it still has like some malt character. So it still resembles beer. Yeah, um, which I which yeah. I appreciate, and uh, which yeah, and some really really tasty lagers and just uh, some yeah, good all around. Yeah, so uh, I'm 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 now drinking. A, we decided my best and in interests by uh, Thin Man. Uh, That's a music reference, right? It's a suicidal tendencies song, which I'm not. I I need to know that, but someone told me that. And I also, I I also have, that's why I asked the question. I also have a well, the uh, baby Yoda glass of uh, the peanut butter stout that Big Dish released because I had Ooh, nice. on the when I was the Mudlark. Mudlark, yeah. Mudlark. I think that's what we decided the name was. Yeah. Mark, tell me again <laughs> what the name what the name of what you're drinking is. Oh, uh, it's we decided my best interest. Question mark. All right. Thanks. Yeah, it's a Thin Man, Nelson. And I don't know, Will, do you know this hop, Nectaron? No, I've actually, that's the first time I've ever heard of that. Nectaron? Yeah, it's Nelson and Nectaron. I like Nelson quite a bit. And it's, yeah, yeah. Nelson, Nectaron, which I don't. Sounds like something's been paid up. I don't know. Right, that was a Transformer, Nectaron. Yeah, I think Nectaron is a... Yeah, if I drink this whole beer, I'm going to turn oh, into Bumblebee, I think. So, <laughs> yeah, so Nectaron, I just Googled, is a New Zealand variety. It's a full sister of Waimea, and it's from yeah. New Zealand. It says, huge aroma of pineapple, peach, and grapefruit, and passion. It's, yeah, it's pretty, and it, I think it pairs well with the, the Nelson. Very cool. But we'll um, also drink using this glass, which I know is a thing. Yeah, I was excited to see that. Um, Do you guys know this glass? For- I can't see it. Your finger's in the way. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's like a New York State. It's got CBW on there. Is that a cat playing chess? Oh, no, no, that's New York. (laughs) I got it at Big Ditch. It's a glass that came out this week that a portion of every glass sold goes to benefit the New York. New York State Brewers Association. So, you know, the uh, advocacy, advocacy group, um, To you know, they've done a lot to, you know, fight for law changes and, and stuff like that. So kind of cool to see. I think there was 120 breweries that are participating. So it's kind of yeah. fun to see. All right. I'm going to cool. put a thing up on the website then about the glass and we can see if. You yeah, it was uh, I think it was Big Ditch. I know Big Ditch has them. I don't know how many other places before I got mine. So I don't know. Jesse, what are you drinking? Speaking of cats, uh, Will, did you huh. find your cat? Yeah, so um, she was missing for like six hours or so. Um, and oh, that's I went good. I'm all glad the way. you found him. Yeah, it was it was terrifying. Um, I don't even like cats, but my wife loves them, so it was you know <laughs> it was it was uh, it was really really traumatic for us. Um, but I went and went and picked up a humane trap from a friend across across town, and of course, as soon as I got back and was setting up the trap. You know, we hear some meowing coming from the backyard, and um, sure enough, there was the, the little shed uh, hanging out in the back corner, <laughs> the little back corner of our garage. So, 
Um, I don't know if she was in there the whole time, but we searched that garage like crazy and didn't find her. I have left the garage door open so she could, you know, find her way home with all of her food and litter and everything sitting yeah, there. But, she's so a house she showed up and uh, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. Looks just like my cat. I, I got the same tuxedo black cat with the with the nice. white chin and, and white boots. Do not spill my beer. No, glad to hear. Glad to hear. Uh, safe and sound. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Jesse, what are you drinking? Uh, I've got the pressure drop death lettuce. Nice. Me too. Fresh as hell because it just came out today. Nice little New England banger. Hey. I took a picture of it. Man, the smell hit me as soon as I cracked the, the tab, like 12 inches away from my face in the smell. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's, it's super smooth, like oh, super yeah. juicy. Yeah. Carl's the man. Right? He is. How, how do you not love that guy? So much fun to talk to. Every time I get the opportunity to just stand and talk to Carl for a little bit. Yeah, I guess he's going to be our next guest again. On the 12th, yeah. On the 12th, yep. Always got some some great insight. All right, I've given up on Brian, everyone. That's fine. Yeah, I'm excited. I wasn't wasn't the last one. Uh, Well, I'll I'll formally introduce myself because I wasn't on the last time that everyone talked. My name is Scott. I know we follow each other. Hi, right? Nice yeah. To, nice to, oh wait, nice wait, to Scott, you weren't? No, I was no, not on the last. He wasn't. One. Who managed? No, he, he set up the recording. <laughs> oh my god! I Nobody managed. Who managed it. It was like that? Two hours and forty-five minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. We just uh, we just yep. garble. Wow. Okay. Oh my god. I wow. cut a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna cut. Yeah, he cut everything. Rightfully so. <laughs> Uh, fun. <laughs> Scott, what are you drinking? Oh, the death lettuce. Same thing. Oh, I'm drinking death lettuce. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, it's pretty. I mean, that's a pretty. I think it's, I think it's great. Uh, I, I heard, uh, I won't, Jesse, I won't say the name. Okay. But I heard uh, one of the local brewers thinks it's the best IPA in the city. <laughs> he's, he's a trusted source. He is a trusted tourist. I blurred, but in an hour, I'll just say I don't think you're name. breaking any rules. <laughs> I think it's okay. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's unbelievable. Yeah. Definitely going to have to pick some up when it hits Rochester. We drank a... Yeah, we drank in, in Carl's parking lot. We drank a couple of treehouse... <laughs> no, we drank... I don't know, Jesse, I don't know if you... like. I, we drank those treehouse, and they were like, "Are these these beers aren't better than the ones we?" Well, yeah, we had we had a little. Or if they're if they're not, yeah. they're like not much better. Like they might be as good. You know, obviously, there's there's some history. They were some of the first to 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 make them well. Yeah, but you can get local samples that are just as good, if not we better can, than I. Some of the it's, big we drank those those like I would put those I would put the beers we drank in a parking lot, of course. But I put some of those Carl Carl's beers up against those treehouse beers any day. Oh yeah. It's funny, like we would but like two years ago, whatever, maybe even a year ago, we'd be like we're chasing those out of state things. So 
And well, what's the the Rochester scene like? I assume you're probably. I know other half is kind of a force there, but like your local stuff, like your outside of other half, like your local stuff is they're doing just just as good beers as anybody. Oh yeah, I mean, our I mean, if we're if we're keeping on keeping in the vein of of you know hoppy beers and New England style IPAs, I mean. I don't have to seek out anything but Rochester now. It's crazy. Like it's other half is, you know, 45 minutes from my front door and I yeah. can find them. I can find them in Wegmans now, you know, cause there's a pandemic going on and everything's upside down. So, they're, yeah. you know, self-distributing to Wegmans. But I mean, and you look at the stuff we're seeing in Distro, we're seeing Fiddlehead now, we're seeing three Floyds. I mean, it's, it's nuts, but I mean, just yeah. the local stuff alone. I mean, I have, you know, like I said, I drink a ton of fifth frame. Um, I'm the rising storm to- stuff is great. Yeah, exactly. Exactly where I was going to go. I love rising storm down in Livonia. They make incredible beers. Um, I drink a lot of iron tug um, over on Westridge road. Um, have a story about their future very soon. Some exciting stuff on the horizon for them. Um, and then I like, you know, I think Swiftwater does a really good job with their hoppy beers. And honestly, mm-hmm. three heads doesn't get enough love for the hoppy beers. They make. Yeah. Um, we were just over there this afternoon and I, had their DDH hazy kind. And then I followed up with the two kind, their double IPA. That's, you know, dank as all hell and, you know, clear and bitter and just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just a, a nice thing. So yeah, there's, there's no shortage of, of really great options. Um, you know, and then yeah. I just about anywhere I can go, I can get fresh hay burners. I mean, how can you, how can you go wrong? Yeah. Three, three heads doesn't get enough sort of love. Be, and they were like, they were doing it before most places were they were i mean they're they're approaching their 10th anniversary yeah um, like they their, were their i mean i i actually, would go to concerts i would go to water street or i'd go to concert at yeah. rochester music hall and it was like i mean three heads were i would love to drink their beer yeah um i mean they they have a really cool path you know starting as a, as a contract brand from you know the old custom brew crafters down there in honey falls and um yeah. and that leverage to kind of build a lot of equity in their brand and you know, moving in, ultimately opening in, in June of 2016, they opened a, a $4 million facility. Um, it's yeah. still, still really pretty. And, you know, 35 barrel system, 30 barrel system, rather big 90 barrel fermenters. And um, just, you know, it's a grocery store staple. Now, the fact that I can go to anywhere and get a, a fresh six pack of the kind for yeah. you know, nine or 10 bucks. It's, it's, it's hard to, hard to get mad about that. And they do a great yeah. job on their seasonals. Like I just wrote that I've been enjoying the heck out of their, uh, they did two different variants of a, uh, whiskey barrel aged um baltic porter and it was it was 14 dollars for a four pack of 12 percent beers and i'm just like you know that sat in a barrel for years so i'm just like how can you knock that and they're fantastic yeah yeah so hmm. i had a thought and it's gone it was about <laughs> pricing <laughs> oh well uh, well yeah pricing is that's a different uh pricing seems to be somewhat arbitrary right now like between yeah. if if i pull up somewhere if if somebody tells me there's a 12 dollar four pack versus an 18 dollar four pack i'm not guaranteed that the 18 is better than the 12 dollar four pack yeah i don't know if it's covid or or, or you know the quarantines I and mean, we were just talking earlier about a a, a local brewery that started canning and you know they're they're putting out four packs. He can cut that, it. Scott can cut it if we say anything. <laughs> I can. I, I'm not saying it. That's so we don't have to cut it. But oh. it wasn't it wasn't for like a froth beer. 
that's like full of adjuncts and you know like additional great this is just for like normal style beers like you know ipas or in ambers and things like that that's, <laughs> so we're I'll just you like, it's kind of scratching our heads yeah like, i think like, i might know what it they, is, but I'm like, i don't need to say anything else yeah now when oh. i went to pressure drop today i mean it, it's their third anniversary so obviously there was a there was a deal on sticky trees, but I got, I got a four pack of sticky trees for 10 bucks, which is a killer beer. Right. But even, even death lettuce, I think was uh, either 16 or or $18, which is a a great beer. That's $4 a can. Right. And uh, that's, that's a pretty good price for a beer like this. And yeah, I think, I, I, I don't know. I think the, the standard we've we've probably reached like a sixteen dollar seventeen dollar kind of standard for a four pack, which I is fine for me and probably for you guys. And I mean, I've had conversations with the, some of the breweries, like how can you bring in an, the outside sort of drinkers at a certain price? I'm like, I you. Like yeah, you're, you're you can't bring them in for a sem- which is fine. Like I, I'm not the one who's trying to make money off this. So, like you're not going to bring in your casual drinker for a sixteen dollar four pack. Nope. So, like, how do you? I mean, I'm yeah. I'm having these conversations about like, okay, can we do a? Can we kind of do a light lager? We're, our price point is. We're talking to guys at CBW. Can we do a ten dollar four pack? And then it's like you're still not you're not bringing in those blue light drinkers because they think that's, that's like complete. They think that's so expensive. Even at ten for a four pack, you're not bringing in the blue light drinkers. No, no, no. So it's like okay, we'll ne- we'll never going to bring those people in, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, then you're. Now the, the hay burner, a six pack of hay burner is what ten bucks, eleven bucks. Yeah, six yep. pack of hay burner is ten bucks, and that's a solid beer. There's oh, a, there is that beer is spectacular. Good beer. They not, they, they didn't mean so to they undersell it. I meant it, that though. as a very big. I meant that as a compliment. That's yeah. a solid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. Yeah, we don't. Have, have if Matt's they, listening, we don't need that. Or, you <laughs> know. Yeah, but I mean that's a. It's a pretty. That's a hoppy beer, and if you're going to get your, I don't know, your regular. I say regular. I don't know these the beer people. <laughs> the normies. Yeah. Uh, the uneducated masses. No, but like, so they have. I'm sure. What's a? Do they sell low bridge in six packs? I'm not sure they do. Yeah, they do. Never get discontinued. I haven't seen if they, a low bridge. No, I'm sorry. Excavator got. Like, oh, I mean, they, they still make it. No, will will is will dropping knowledge? They still make it. Okay, well, a while they, ago I, mean, they I thought it's only it. for the tap room. I thought it's not packaged anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh is, it, is that really? Make me want a stout. Will know. So. Will knows much more than we do. I just oh nonsense. Ah, uh, but like low. What, what can they do? Low bridge at. Eight ninety nine is six pack. Like I don't know. Could that? 
I mean, so, they probably will once they have the you know the expanded facility mm-hmm. um, right off yeah. right off the throughway. But you got economies of scale when you can make it in huge exactly. batches like that. Yeah. Um, that's why hay burner is, you know, relatively inexpensive for what it is. Yeah. Seventy five percent of their production. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh. They're just making a ton of it. Yeah, twenty four hours a day. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering I'm wondering what's gonna happen, you know, because I don't know if it's the, the you know the, the, the quarantine that's driving prices up. They gotta charge a little bit more just to keep the doors open, you know, uh, or the cost of ingredients is getting harder to get, you know, just because supply line issues and and obviously the aluminum can issues. Yeah. But I wonder, you know, when this is all said and done and COVID is over, maybe a year or two from now, are these prices going to come back down or is this just the new way it is? Thank God we are not tracking expenses in my house based on what it's on. Thank God my (laughs) wife doesn't come to me and say, here is our alcohol and beer budget. Oh, because I, if I looked at it since March, man, it is incredible the amount of well, money yeah. that I've spent on beer and liquor. Yeah. At the end of the year here, when that statement comes in the mail from your bank, make sure you burn it. <laughs> Don't want to know. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, Jesse, I, I told you earlier what my last couple of months beer bill was. It was like. Don't want to. Yeah. Don't say it out loud. Mark, yeah, you know, I kind of put that negativity could, in the universe. We don't want to know a, a beer whale. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I could, I could, I could be driving a Mercedes, but instead, <laughs> I drive a Toyota and I just drink a lot of beer. Like, I, no, I. In, in, we joked. I'm like, glad you're oh, a school I'm, teacher, Mark, because you got a pension. <laughs> I had a safe I'm, start. I'm supporting a local <laughs> business, but I'm also like, you know, you're we a love hero. The but we, we do we do support it. But also, like, the beer that we're... I don't mean to be, like, a homer, but, like, the beer's, like, good. Like, everyone's been producing great beer. I was a little worried. Like, no, Jesse, we, we've all had these conversations. Like, in March, we were like, if, if everything goes kind of sideways, like, I don't know if we're gonna, what we're going to do for beer stuff, but... Yeah, everyone's been doing such good stuff, like Buffalo, Rochester, like, yeah, so. Well, things yeah. go sideways. I got a couple bottles of chimes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we do, while. Uh, yeah, we have some. <laughs> Can I tell you a little story? I went down to my uh, corner liquor store. I might have said this story last time, but again, I drink. Uh, so I went down to my corner liquor store and I picked up a bottle of chimes and I, I brought it up and he goes, Oh, I don't know how, how long we're going to be able to have these Canadian liquors in stock as long as they keep the, uh, the border closed. And I wiped the dust off the top of the bottle of chimes. Like, I think we're okay. <laughs> with these ones. Uh, on all those bottles, just waiting for the futures to rise. Waiting for me <laughs> at my local place here. So will Mark said you're working on a six, beers or or something of the regions of new york you've been doing the your article is like best six beers we've been just so like especially since since september i've just been so you know my actual role of the paper i don't i cover you know cops and courts public safety uh more investigative type stuff and we've just been inundated with you know covid 
And then um, when when the, the death of Daniel Prude in, in Rochester police custody became public on September 2nd, um, that was, you know, there was intense protests, there was clashes with the police. So there was like, and then like uh, exactly a month later, um, we found out that the, the mayor of Rochester, Lovely Warren, was, you know, uh, unsealed in a grand jury indictment where she was charged with two two felonies for, for campaign uh, finance fraud. So it was just like this intense month where I didn't do like any beer writing. So, I mean, traditionally like beer is probably like, you know, maybe 10 or 15% of my job. Um, And then, so my, my, it's a hundred percent if you do. Yeah. Fair. But um, so my news director really (laughs) encouraged me. He's like, he's like, you know, why don't you just take two hours a week and um, you know, just, just do a, just do a beer story. So the one I've been thinking about for a while that I hadn't, had a chance to dive into, especially with the pandemic and, you know, all of us really focusing on, you know, supporting local and stocking our fridges with local more, um, you know, cause I was, you know, up, up before, up until the pandemic, I'm making monthly trips up to Toronto and going to Bellwoods, which is my all-time favorite brewery and just, you know, stocking, uh. stocking the fridge with, with fresh Bellwoods. Exactly. I miss Toronto. Um, so I was thinking about this, this six pack idea where I would um, think about like, if I had, um, you know, like an unlimited supply of, of, of six flagships from Rochester, or from Buffalo, or from the Finger Lakes, or the Hudson Valley. I think I did uh, Vermont, and then what else did I do? Um, I think I've only done five or six, but um, I did one for Thanksgiving too. But um, thinking about what 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 would my list look like? And I wanted to focus on flagships, you know, to make the the list accessible to people. You know, I'm not going to say like, oh, I want this barrel aged beer that's only been produced once, or this this wild ale that's only had two batches that was you know 400 total bottles. I wanted something that people could take and use as kind of a guide to if they haven't you know if they haven't been introduced to some of these local breweries, um, maybe look at uh, some of these these really good these really good beers that might not get enough love. Um, so I did, uh, focus, I did a Rochester one where I looked at my six favorite local beers, got a lot of shit from people because I didn't have raw rock scotch ale on there. <laughs> of course. Um, like, yeah, you're going to get, yeah. So I mean, it, it was fun though, but it yeah, was it's like you make a list like that. Of course you're going to get, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, you know, I'll do a, a pretty long, you know, honorable mention list and trying to try to look at, you know, give a lot of breweries, the, a little, a little more credit, um, a little more love. And uh, so I was just been just trying to look at um, different regions of the state. Um, haven't done Syracuse yet. Uh, haven't done like the North Country, maybe New York City. There's there's a, there's a few more in planning. Got one for for Christmas coming up. So um, it's been having fun um, and just kind of reminding myself that uh, there's there's a, a beer audience that we've really developed um, in the last. I'm saying I'm a lot right now that we've, oh. that, we've that we've developed in the last seven years uh, in, in in terms of how we've been able to really kind of. Um, help educate and help grow the New York, the Rochester beer scene um, through a lot of articles. So it's been fun. It's been kind of like a, a refresher almost because uh, we haven't done, I hadn't done a lot of beer writing because I was just been, you know, had my bike helmet on and was going out to protest and, you know, worried about getting pelted with pepper balls and interior yeah. or, or, you know, stuff like that. So it's uh it was kind of a nice reset. Now I was following you on Twitter and, and, you know, hoping that you were going to be okay after all those, yeah, we Protest. made it um, well, Who knows what's going to happen next? There's still some pending investigations, and the cops remain suspended. But let's talk about beer. I yeah, no, back to the beer. You said yeah. Rochester, Syracuse, North Country, NYC. Do you have a, a do you have your regions planned out yet, or you're no, just spitballing? Um, I've, I've just, those were just ones that have been that have been percolating in my brain. Um, 
it's you know i mean if i if i were to do syracuse i would probably make it like a central new york and that way i can include i can include like utica in there and you know sneak something in there from saranac and you know give give utica club a little love or something like that uh i mean i love utica club it'd be hard not to put that on there but so um we haven't i haven't mapped those out yet i have some other beer stories that i need to tell first uh i got some did some quick tours today of the new prison city complex over there in Auburn, I which saw is the massive and massive and beautiful. Oh man, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Um, you know, they're going to have a cool ship. They're going to have, you know, Oak aging room. I mean, it's just, it's just a total game changer for, for the Finger Lakes area. Kind of seeing this, this massive place open up during a pandemic is really, really cool. And then also got to visit the new uh, Lungenheimer facility um, right off, right off exit 41 there in the throughway, just North of prison city. And uh, I've always been really impressed with what, what Derek and Kristen and that crew makes over there uh, just makes really, really solid, really drinkable beers um, above their Kolsch. Their blood orange Kolsch has always been a favorite. Uh, I had a really good American barley wine there today. So uh, stuff like that. So I'm going to do a story on that. Uh, we did a visit to a, a little Penyan brewery uh, called Laurentide. That's open in a, this 200 year old carriage house um, behind this massive Greek revival mansion right on main street in Penyan, uh, right on Cuco Lake. Uh, that is connected to this. They, they, that's been a B and B bed breakfast for a, a long while. And this couple bought the property like two and a half years ago and has just done remarkable things and has this really, really cool setup with a three barrel brewing system in this, in this old carriage house and making like really traditional styles really well. So I'm excited for that. And there's a, a few other beer stories I need to tell, but so we got some six packs coming along too. So it'll be fun. So how do you flesh out a, a, a list like that? Uh, are you like the like the rest of us who just fire up Untapped and kind of scroll through and see what what you liked, or or is it more about the the history and the story and the you know the carriage houses and all that that for you? <laughs> um, so I I like to um, just just make a list really, um, and if if there's there's always going to be something I forget so um, or something I overlook. So if there's if there's something that I'm not thinking of, um, I'll try to, I have some really good beer friends in different parts of the state. So I might just run the list past them and say, Hey, did I forget anything? Or, or if, if I, if I, if I leave this off, will people go crazy? Um, you know, I kind of got, a, I kind of got a, a, a fair amount of crap when, with my Hudson Valley list where I put, um, I had wrench on there, uh, industrial arts wrench, which I think is just one of the best. Oh you know, yeah. Wrench. Yeah. Like IPAs. Um, but I didn't put Sloop Juice Bomb on there, which is an equally good beer, you know, and it's cheaper, but I just think Grinch is better. So I just, you know, it's like, it's my list. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, yeah. you know, I like to, I like to consider the history. Um, you know, there's, there's some important beers that, that need to, you know, get a little of, but at the same point, you know, it's, 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 what are people drinking now? What am, what am I enjoying? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's my list. So, um, I can, I, I can, I can take you know, crap from people. It doesn't really bother me. I mean, no matter what I write, people are going to get on my case, especially with, <laughs> with some of the, some of the crime related stuff, you know, I'm going to either be called a, a, you know, a right wing shill or some sort of left wing <laughs> provocateur or, or fake news or whatever. So um, I can take, I can take the beer stuff with it. So that, the, the beer is a little more fun. Well, what are you drinking now? Well, I just cracked this. Uh, I'll go get another, I'll get a beer from the, basement fridge like it's fun we can I'll talk about chimes in a little bit Ooh, or uh, grab, should we grab should we grab like a what do you know jesse will like what do you want to do we grab a 
Or Jesse, do you want, do you have any sort of local stouts or anything you want to open? What was that? Local stouts or anything? Like, do you have any? I've got uh, one of those big ditch flavored stouts from last year that I've been looking to open. Open that. Open that. And I'll open. <laughs> I'll open one. I'll yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, in honor of Will Cleveland, he's 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 not like. Come on, he doesn't just come on anyone's fucking Zoom. Sorry, I swore <laughs> again. Everybody has a podcast right now, and there's well, we, only Will a handful that like, can land Will we'll, Cleveland. Yeah, Jesse, and I don't what are you, mean what that are you in get? a weird way. I mean that truthfully. Right now, I'm drinking the Resurgence Curly Loaf. Okay, well, what are you going to open? Do you want to open a... Yeah, I got that... I think it's like a raspberry. I might open the pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do a little honorary beer for Will. Like, come on. All right, let me go get it. We can't always have Will Cleveland on a podcast. You you make me sound more interesting than I am, Mark. Oh, you were there. Right. I'm, uh, Are you related to any of the the Clevelands, Grover Cleveland, or Grover so Cleveland my, my on gran- his second? My grandmother one? had like a family tree thing growing up on my dad's side. So Grandma Karen Cleveland there, and she said that we were related to, but I never actually looked into it. I mean, it wouldn't. It's not the most common name, and you know, it's like that's right. He's obviously, obviously, you know, there's Grovers there in in Buffalo and. Um, you know, being sheriff of Erie County and all that stuff. So he might be, I might be related to him, but I've actually never really looked into it. It's, it's easier I, just to say, yeah. yeah I would just go it. with it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't a very good president, but you know. Hey, he was a multiple times president with, with someone he else was. in between. He was the yeah. Oreo president. Exactly. We drive through Cleveland many times per year because we go to, to Cedar Point for season mm-hmm. ticket holders. So we drive through Cleveland multiple times per year and the, the kids are always uh trying to put it together my son is nine so he's like right at the the age mm-hmm. where he's starting to learn about american history fourth grade mm-hmm. fifth grade and uh so like oh it's got the same name as one of the presidents like and how <laughs> do you think the city was named what are we thinking or uh, well i mean it's named after general moses cleveland i know that it was named after, that's what I meant to say, obviously. Yeah. Named yeah. after General Moses Cleveland. Uh, Jesse, that's what I was going to say. I believe it. <laughs> but the thing is, he actually spelled Cleveland differently. He spelled it C-L-E-A-V. Um, and then for like somehow, somehow... Cleave, as yeah, in separating. Somehow, somehow it got like edited or updated or, you know, Ellison Island or something, you know, or whatever, where it just... <laughs> The the change the name the spelling change so Cleveland was, sounds more like Murder Town so <laughs> there, there, this is true. When was Cleveland incorporated? That's a question I'm going to Google. That's not something we need to get into. That's that's a no no. We should stick to beer. Yep. When was Cleveland incorporated? <laughs> All right. Uh, so Will, are you still on the same beer? I can uh, be on a new beer. Absolutely. I'm back on sticky trees, but um Jesse, what are you drinking right now then? I got the uh Resurgence Curly Loaf. Tell us about Curly Loaf. What is that? Because I, I see the flag on there. It's it's an Italian Pilsner. Uh Resurgence kind of partnered with DiCamillo's bakery. 
Oh, cool. Uh, to, to put out the beer. And it's, it's, it's a very interesting Pilsner. It's got some flavors that I've, I've, I've never had in a Pilsner, but it's, it's still nice and crisp. And I really uh, like it. I don't, I don't know what makes a Pilsner an Italian what? Pilsner. Um, so the, the way it was descri- the way it was described to me by a Bruin roster, um, I'm not sure why Mark just let out a giant up on there. <laughs> but, um, right in the middle of Jesse's explanation, <laughs> so I can mute it. I'm listening. I'm listening. It had to do with the dry hopping. Oh, okay. Uh, dry hopping in a pilsner. Yeah. Um, so I, I was I was told that that Italian pilsners are basically German style pilsners, but they're dry hopped with with European hops instead of like, um, I mean, I know they, they originated obviously. And, and I think actually Italian Pilsners, um, originated in the U S which is kind of funny. Like but, pizza. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we bastardize um, everything, don't we? <laughs> so the Italian style, uh, basically the way it was described to me is that Italian style Pilsners are, are less about the malt and more about the dry hopping. Huh. So they, and I'm not. I'm not actually quite sure why it's called Italian style. Honestly, I have to. someone came up with a label and went with it. Right, I really like dry hop pilsners. Then I guess. Yeah. So does it say on the on the can what curly loaf refers to? Why why curly loaf? Isn't it a collab? Well, like I said, it's a. It's kind of like something they did in partnership with De Camillo's. Uh, they make bread. Oh. You know, so. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. It says this collab with DiCamillo's Bakery and Resurgence features DiCamillo's famous ladder bread or scalia in Italian. Uh, DiCamillo's has been serving the community and bread for over 100 years. So the name Curly Loaf was a nickname for the bread by the local Old World Italians. Okay. This Italian pilsner, like the bread, is meant to be shared amongst friends and family. Okay, so six right. feet apart. And then and, it goes on. And less than bread. 10 people in your household. Six feet apart. Yeah. All right. I'm on to a second page, basically because of Mark's vulgar language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm joking, Mark. I'm I'm just I'm just busting your balls. Sorry. You're fine. All right. It's fine. Right, so it's more fun cut. when there's bleeping. I am done fi- I finally got the, a text uh... from Brian back. He just woke up. Wow. <laughs> Atta, yeah. <clears throat> Um, I'm going to talk about the beer I'm drinking now. I just finished the draft farmhouse ale from uh, fifth frame there. And, uh, like I said, my wife and I made a stop in, um, Auburn today and Ooh, now, City. yeah, some, some four packs coming out of the new brewery. Um, so I picked up a favorite, um, their new tap room should be open by the way in the next few weeks after they're, they're waiting on some, some, some legal paperwork type stuff. But I grabbed the right in Vermont, which I love. Um, their their homage to you know the Vermont heavyweights using the Vermont style yeast, and um, I think this is what it's a IPA loaded with citra mosaic and fermented with Vermont ale yeast. But the fact that I can now walk into the brew pub at at, at Prison City and grab a four pack of some of their some of their fine beers is really exciting. And I have to you know grab a crawler or you know to go with some of these crawler releases or stuff like that. So. I think it's going to be a, a big game changer. The fact that I can go in and get a sixteen dollars four pack of, of Prison City. Do they distro to stores yet? No, not yet. But the, who, okay. know, who, who knows what's going to happen with the pandemic? Yeah. Mm. So, 
hypothetical question. Say my brother-in-law lives in Rochester and knows that I like beer and wants to get beer for me. What can I send him to Wegmans and look for? <laughs> what kind of Rochester beer, you know, is, um, is, is so that widely I, accessible my, and good? I like to, like, I there's, like, some smaller bottle shops that I like to frequent, you know, like One Stop Beer Shop in, in Greece or AJ's Beer Warehouse in Henrietta. Um, I like, like, you know, that, like that curated local selection, they do a good job at both of those stores. Um, but I, I like to go directly to the breweries, uh, and it's, you know, that way I don't, the, the, the money stays with the brewery. It's not, you know, going through a, a third party, um, you know, a middleman, a distributor. So they're getting the maximum, maximum profit yeah. there. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm, you know, my brother-in-law is not a beer guy. So yeah, what, I mean, I mean, it, <laughs> it's it, what he can find at Wegmans. I got you <laughs> some yingling. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, I—it's kind of what I wrote about with my Rochester, with my Rochester six-pack. Um, I was—I highlighted some some favorites. You know, like you can't go wrong with like a lot of the Rohrbox classics. The Scotch Ale is, you know, the the besides the Genesee Cream Ale is really like the the Rochester beer. Um, it's 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 funny that, that the two styles Rochester's known the most for are are Cream Ale that came out in 1960 and then a, a Scotch Ale that came out in in 1994. Uh, yeah. but you know, you can't go wrong with those. I mean, there's other great flagships in Warbach. They, and they usually are, are pretty fresh because they, they sell really well. So you can get like their vanilla Porter or their Highland lager, uh, you know, space kitty, their, their flagship double IPA is, is a, is a favorite of a lot of people. Uh, they do a, a really nice job and we're seeing more beers from places like K2 brothers and, and Penfield, um, with, yeah. with their, their, their series of new England IPAs. They do, you know, I love their jalapeno cream ale. Uh, they do some really nice fruited sours, um, and they're one of the one of the breweries, one of the few breweries in Rochester that's really making um, you know those those sours on a on a larger scale. So you can grab those at most Wegmans. Uh, let's see what other kind of local places could could we see stuff from? I mean, so I mean, like I go to the the, the smaller places where you know I can. They're gonna see like some Fifth Frame's been sending out some random cans to places. So I've been. You know, grab some of those. Like, there's a there's a gas station in Fairport called the Primas um, that has an incredible, incredible beer selection. And I can, you know, just walk in there and grab a four pack. Uh, it's 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 just really really stupid. It's an embarrassment of riches, and it's almost like you get paralyzed by the choice because there's just so much to choose yeah. from. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's really actually amazing to me that so many local places here in Buffalo actually do get to to Wegmans. Yeah. Like, I mean, I. We can I'm see sitting here trying to think of a, a brewery that fresh resurgence. Doesn't. I mean, we get, we get, yeah. We're, and, and then we, Rhino's we were just talking in. about this earlier. Like, funny, to, we were chasing beers oh, two years ago. It's like, oh, that's pretty well. That's, it's all, yeah. you know, we, we just get those now. Like, they're just in Wegmans. Yeah. You know, there's right? a bunch of, there's a bunch of local breweries that still aren't distributing, of course, though. So. Right. Yeah. There, there are. There are. But yeah. I mean, collection yeah. selection is, the fact is that, it's amazing. I mean, like the fact that other half is now like a like a, a grocery store shelfie is, is yeah. crazy. I mean, they yeah. were, they Wag- were like, other half you know, is like at Wegmans and I'm like, yeah, I mean, well, were, that's they, fine. They had a brewer who was one of their one of their assistant brewers was going to Young Lion in Canada three times a week and, and brewing there. So they were making these huge batches of things than the 90 barrel fermenters that young lion has um all of that production i've been told uh from my friends at other half has now been shifted down to the, the dc brewery so like all the distro beers we're going to start seeing 
Um, if we haven't started seeing them yet or coming from the DC brewery, they're not doing a young lion anymore. Um, oh, I didn't talk about young lion. Young lion makes fantastic beer. Oh yeah. So does, so does, yeah. Like, so, does, so, does, so does naked dove. Um, yeah. I mean, just, yeah, there's, it's, it's crazy because it's like, Oh, fudge. Like I didn't mention this beer or I meant, I forgot about this beer or like this beer I like to have on hand. Um, and I mean, that's not even mentioning the fact that, uh, you know, Genesee's new dry hop cream ale was fantastic. And the fact that Jenny light is the beer. That's the one beer that's always in my fridge, no matter what. So it's, yeah. there's, there's just way too many options, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's a, uh, dry hop yeah. cream ale again. The dry hop uh, cream ale. It's, it's a seasonal. So it's going to be, um, the one that's going to run opposite of the lemon strawberry cream ale. So I think it'll be back out next mm. spring, I believe. Perfect. Um, yeah. Mm. I mean, I, w- I wish, that, I mean, man, it's such a dry up cream ale, man. I just wish that was, a, I wish that was just the, the flagship all the time. Like I, I put on Twitter the other day, I'm like, Hey, Genesee, can you bring, they did this, this Northern German Pilsner um, that was a scaled up batch from the 20 barrel system they did at the brew house, the Genesee brew house. And that came out in 2016. I'm like, that beer was perfect. Like, why can't we see that? Like that's Genesee's wheelhouse. But uh, Jenny, Jenny does a great job. Yeah. Yeah. They're coming out with, they're, they're rebranding or what are they, they rebranding or are they rebottling the honey brown? Uh, they rebranded or, it. So they, 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 they bring it under their, their specialty. Yeah. Wing. They, uh, they discontinued or retired the, um, the, uh, JW and D line of, of beers, you know, like the pale Bach and, the Oktoberfest and um, some of those, some of those well-known uh, Dundee beers that they made. Um, they retired that line back in 2016, 2017 era. Um, they've always, and then uh, Genesis, the, the original beer in that, in that, in that portfolio was the uh, honey brown. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that beer has been made for, oh, what's it? 24 years now, 96, I think 97, yeah. whatever it was. I mean, that's uh, that's in a, a short <laughs> list of like some of the first beers I ever had. Exactly. Yeah. I remember <laughs> drinking that. So yeah. when they, when they retired the Dundee line, um, it, the honey brown continued, but it was under this, they were calling it just the original honey brown. So it wasn't like attached to any brewery. It would just, you know, it would say like on the side of the bottle, it would still say produced in roster, New York. So they rebranded it and now brought it under the Genesee portfolio. So it's now part of the Genesee specialty series that we've seen with, you know, with the, the Ruby red coals and the Bach and, um, some of those beers, the Oktoberfest, the Schwartz beer, some of the beers they've had really good success they've, with. They've been killing um, it with those lines. Yeah, I mean the fact that you can get a, you know, a six, a twelve pack of the Ruby Red Kolsch or or the the Bach, which is still insane, my favorite, insane um, value, eight or nine bucks for a twelve. Going pack. back to our our pricing conversation, that's yeah. an insane value. I mean, it's it's nice when you have a five hundred barrel, you know, five hundred barrel brew house. Uh, yeah. They just finished that fifty million dollar uh, renovation, expansion, and modernization of that brewery back in back in twenty eighteen. So, so they're good. now going to bring the Honey Brown under the. Yeah, like so. It's it's now known as Genesee Honey Brown and not Dundee Honey Brown. Yeah. So it's it's the same beer. Uh, yeah. But just just with a, a new look and a new name, and it makes it makes sense to to bring it under. Oh, you know, of course. Under, yeah. Under under that uh, under that um, umbrella. Flag. There we go. Here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. All right, it has been one hour. No, it's been one hour and ten minutes. Right. So I let's, signed on late. I signed on late though. 
That's that's all right. I mean, you you uh, the last time they had you on for like two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. That's well, he's. Again, so, I mean, yeah. firstly, firstly, my my wife won't allow it. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we did have to cut out twenty minutes of, of Mark swearing too. So. <laughs> all right, I whatever. Come on, I. I've got I've got this much beer left, so I'm I'm still going. But right. I don't. I feel like I don't want to keep people on if they have. If I, I mean, I got a full. I got a full. Mark beer made me grab this. Well, then good. Let's do this. this so, much. Jesse, talk about what you're drinking then. I'm still. Well, I'm still drinking the curly though. But I got. Uh, well, this is a uh, one of the towpath beers that I got from uh, uh, Stout's Giving in 2018. Oh, 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 are you drink? What are you drinking then? Oh my God. Okay. You oh, are going to drink it now. <laughs> I'm keeping I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that Mark Joette grabbed me some of those beers. Oh, what are you drinking? This is from 2018, the Raspberry Truffle Topaz. Oh, I do you want to do you want to open that? Yeah, oh, I'll open. That. Okay, <laughs> I will open. Uh, I'm gonna open a, a pumpkin. You need food, sir. You got chicken fingers, and you need to eat them. You know what? <laughs> I, I'm gonna open a pumpkin, Jesse. Open that. Yeah. Um, Mark's had a few he, beers today. He needs some chicken fingers, Stan. I had um, an Ellicottville raspberry truffle that was very good. Oh, nice! On Thanksgiving, it was the right time to have it. Uh, I thought this was from last year, but apparently it's 2018. Wow. Um, how did you guys go to the Stouts Giving event? I was not able to go myself because I was not in in the state. Um, okay. But uh, I had some some people mule me a couple uh, selections. <laughs> it, I mean, it's it sounded like from what what I was hearing from some of the other Buffalo beer nerds, man, it sounded like it was just a great 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 range of things this year. Uh, maybe one of the strongest ones. I was I was sad I wasn't able to come. I've I've come yeah. the last few years. I was jealous to see people's halls. I've been afraid to go out for the last couple of weeks, but it, it looked really nice from what from what people were posting on Twitter. Mark was there, so he could uh, he could give okay. you a, uh, some information on what was going on. Uh, I haven't I mean, had you, any of those you noticed yet. that I, I I said, "Hey, Mark, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed that you because uh, uh, when Becca works in Rochester every every other week." Uh, we do pretty frequent trades where I'll just grab a bunch of Rochester stuff. They'll grab a bunch of Buffalo stuff, you know, so I'll get like the smaller batch CBW stuff or, or something like that. So it just, it's been a nice, nice partnership um, to, to trade with Beck and Mark. And then you notice that when I, when I, when I asked Mark about, you know, I am hope, hopefully you grab some of those for me. He didn't respond. So <laughs> womp, womp. he's there that he's gone again. <laughs> yeah. What a maniac. wait till he's back to open this so one of my uh one of one of my best friends that we became friends as an adult which is a weird thing but mm. one of my friends uh roomed with mark in college so when uh what I mean, i've known mark longer than him oh. so when he was like oh you know mark jowett like yeah yeah uh through beer and he's like, oh yeah, we were we were roommates in college, and he showed me pictures of Mark, where he was uh, like really heavy compared to now. So I texted Mark like, Mark, you're doing great, buddy. Like, keep it up. 
but I've got pictures of Mark drinking and, and like falling down a hill. From I don't know if he can, or from us? He can hear me <laughs> right now. But I sent him the picture. Hey, man, we've uh, all been there. I've got a college oh, story. I don't want to tell any college stories. But yeah, we were at Allegheny and, and his roommate was like, yeah, that's the hill that Mark fell down. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. I'm still here. Could you hear me while I was talking there? No, I just went up to the bathroom. Sorry. Okay. Here. I was I was talking about Dave and I said, Oh, one of my friends was, oh, Dave roommate, Mason. was roommates yeah. with Mark in college. Oh my god. Apparently. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't go I didn't go deep into anything. I was Oh, just, it was yeah, you could Jesse, you want to open one of these? Uh... Yeah, Mark, why don't you tell us about uh, Stout's Giving this year? Awesome. Oh, this year Stout's Giving? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I know it was a long day for you, but. All right. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, they had, uh, I'm trying to think of the beers they had. So they had. Topath, sort of like straight Topath, and um, uh, there was a rare Topath, which they, I I don't know any of these details. Like they had, uh, they had like. What did you enjoy? Oh, okay. It was train wreck. No, like I don't know. Yeah, you're like you're you're giving me like this is too much for me to ask. So they had the rare. There was a rare. Right, here we go. I just pulled up the Facebook page. How was the rare? Yeah, yeah. This time, like I don't know. Like I had too much to drink that day. Which was you put me in a sorry. You put me in a situation. It was rare, which was aged for a year in a single heaven hill barrel. There was Double Barrel, which was Iron Smoke from Fairport, and then Buffalo Trace. Um, mm-hmm. Then they did Mudlarked, which was, what's that? That's the peanut butter marshmallow stout that people were raving about. Mark was um, drinking that one earlier tonight. Peanut butter was... No, there were two separate beers. One's peanut butter, one's marshmallow. Right? Yes. No. It says... Sorry, two different variants. You're correct. Sorry. They're separate. Yeah, they're separate. Yeah, there's a marshmallow and there's a peanut butter. All right, you guys just did this to screw with me. So, fine. <laughs> well, Mark, it's not really hard to screw with you right now when you can't even formulate <laughs> cogent thoughts. You know right what? Now. You know what, Will? I, I know. Do we, can we cut Will out of this? Can we just like. <laughs> can we just feel like Will, Will Rochester? Ooh, Rochester beers are important. Ooh. Listen to the BBL talk about Rochester beers. With ooh, other half. Ooh, ooh, it's all important beers. <laughs> I don't nice. know what's going on right now, but I'm not sure if I'm enjoying myself or not now. <laughs> Mark, I still think you're great. I think you're great, too. Apparently, it's the rest of us. <laughs> Sorry. Right, Jesse and me, we, we aren't great, but everyone else. <laughs> you're both great, too. Everyone's well, I'm, I'm just excited I finally got to meet you, Scott. It feels like, it feels right? like we've, you know... I, been, I'm been, on Twitter in the, in the like same orbit, twenty four seven. So I'm, actually I'm held up pretty well. What? Oh, that. Uh, what? You, the raspberry you, truffle, yeah. Oh, the raspberry truffle, really, yeah. yeah, smooth. 
It looks pretty. Oh, it's it's dark as most most of these are. Mm. <laughs> now the, the Ellicottville one. Surprisingly, the raspberry flavor has held up. Nice. How old is it? Two years. Two oh, years. Yeah. It's... So, what are you drinking now, Mark? Uh, this is the Stoutsgiving 2018 from uh, Big Ditch. This is really good. Nice. Uh, Stoutsgiving pumpkin pie. Um, oh, my no. God. Always, uh, always good to uh, talk to you, Will. Yeah, well, I mean, find Will out, is... uh, what's going on in the Rochester scene? Yeah, and, um, we got. Well, just uh, give me a quick update on what's going on, then. Um, this will be some good, use, decent, usable stuff. Um, there are two breweries that are going to open in Rochester in the next uh, month or so. Uh, oh yeah, I published an article on Monday uh, about Heroes Brewing, which is opening up in the next few weeks in the former Lost Borough space um, over at Atlantic Ave in the city of Rochester in the kind of near the Beachwood neighborhood. So it's like right, right down the street. From, Sticky Lips, right? Exactly. And um, yeah. so right down, the, right down the street from Three Heads, too. Uh, so it's this really nice Fairport couple, um, uh, uh, Greg and Marlene Fagan. And they're, they, they've been looking to try to open a brewery for like the, almost the last five years. And they were approached by the Lost Borough guys, um, like hmm. actually before the pandemic started. So this this has been in the works for a while, and and Lostboro closed like right before the pandemic started. Uh, when with those guys were open for uh, what four no five five years almost six years, and so it's they like completely gutted the space, made it a lot brighter, um, got rid of a lot of the concrete that was in there, put a new um, bar top wooden bar top in there to kind of lighten up the space a little bit. And what's really kind of memorable and interesting about what the Heroes folks are doing. Um, every beer they package, every beer they can, they're going to donate part of the proceeds to a different local charity. So like their, their first mm. four beers, there's a light lager, there's a Kolsch, there was a Irish red ale and a New England IPA. Um, so like one of the beers is going to benefit uh, the local animal shelter, Lollipop Farm, you know, the humane, Greater, Greater Oster Humane Society. Mm. Um, another beer is going to go towards, um, is it Down Syndrome? I'm sorry. There, there was a... I think it's the Down Syndrome Network of Rochester. I can't remember sorry the specific name of the group, but so like every beer is going to benefit another local group, which is really really cool to see. Um, so their 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 whole tagline is uh, "Heroes don't look like they look like they used to; they look like you." So they're going to try to celebrate everyday heroes is what their goal is with their beers and try to become you know part of the community fabric mm. by by producing beers that are going to benefit local groups, different groups. Um, and then there's another brewery that I'm really really excited about that's going to open up in. Um, actually right, right on the outskirts of downtown called strange bird. Um, it's from the same group that owns, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been to the playhouse slash Schwilberger in Rochester, the arcade. burgers. So that group is opening a brewery called strange bird. Um, their brew, their, their brewer is this gentleman who, um, brewed commercially, um, professionally for Darkfish Head and also worked for some other breweries down in the DC area. And they're going to be the first brewery that's in Rochester that's going to really focus on wild ales, barrel aging, and and, and fresh local lagers. Oh, awesome! Oh, so really, oh, really, really yeah. excited for that. Um, it's it's like literally right across the street from where the Strong Museum is. Um, okay. The Strong Museum will play there, and uh, right where they filled in part of the interloop. Um, they moved into an old building that was a a, a local 
grocery store co-op, uh, like a natural food store. And they're going to have like this, not, not quite soon, but they're going to have a spot that's going to like a second floor rooftop t- patio terrace that's going to overlook downtown. I mean, it's, it's going to be like, it's mm. it has the potential to be really cool. There's a, there's a wood fire pizza oven in there. Um, I mean, it, it's going to have like a separate room all for the barrel agent. So that's going to be massively exciting. Mm. Uh, I got oh, to tour that a few, got to tour that a few weeks ago. And, uh, I'm hoping that they're going to be pushing forward and opening um, maybe around New Year's, but maybe a little later. So that's going to be also on the horizon for Rochester. So um, some really cool stuff happening. It's it's kind of cool hmm. to see seen growing even um, during a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, oh, good fuck. luck to them opening up during a pandemic. A pandemic yeah, because... uh, yeah, but I mean, they, they got to the point where it's like, you know, they've, they've done so much to this prior to the pandemic. It's like, there's no turning back. You know, they've already invested so much. That it yeah. just it doesn't make any it just doesn't make any financial sense to not yeah. push forward. Uh, so it's it's yeah. obviously going to be tough, but they're, I, I mean, some of the some of the smartest and most passionate guys in Rochester, and um, they also some of the partners from from this brewery also opened that uh, new pizza spot in Rochester that I've been posting a bunch about called Pizza Wizard, um, where they're making Detroit style pizzas, and I know yeah. Mark Mark's intimately familiar with you know. Uh, yeah, Jay's Jay's Pizza and the, and the mm-hmm. square pies they do. So yeah, some some really cool stuff happening. Yeah, so it's small Ooh. business Saturday, and I and I did my darndest to get out and nice. you know try to help some small businesses today. But my heart really goes out to all those small businesses that are suffering through this quarantine and shutdown, especially in Erie County right now. Um, yeah, it, it's hard to do business uh, under these circumstances, and. Uh, you know, it's it's especially you know I, I'm sure it's especially difficult to try and start and open a business during all this too. So you know, kudos to those guys for sure. Yeah. Well said. So once again, thank you for listening. This has been Westner Bruce. Thank you to Will Cleveland for uh, joining us and for Mark and Jesse for kind of steering the conversation. We will talk to you very, very soon. We have an episode with Carl from Pressure Drop and Adam from uh, Eli Fish Brewing. That's going to drop very shortly. Also an episode with Kevin Ford from Buffalo Distilling Company and his TroCare comrade, colleague, (laughs) Drew Harden from Thin Man um, Brewing. We're going to talk bourbon in that one and talk about uh, how they distill their whiskey over there at Buffalo Distilling Company. So I appreciate you listening. Please check out the YouTube channel and the uh, Twitter and Facebook. Once again, this is the Rearview Ramblers on our outro with You Can't Buy Beer With Condolences. And you can find them at rearviewramblers.com. And I am just about done racking this Scotch Ale. We'll talk to you soon. Because you can't.